Welcome to episode 3 of the Motorcycle Archives podcast. You can support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, The Motorcycle Archives, and on Instagram at Moto Archives. What I love about this podcast is how it's connecting me to such amazing people. This episode is about one of those people, Robert Martinez. Robert reached out on Instagram and our conversation manifested on there, too in person, and now back on this podcast. He is restoring his father's panhead chopper in his humble apartment garage with the goal of riding it to the Sequoia National Park and spreading his ashes. We talk about a lot of things, but what sticks with me is Robert's humble nature, his pride, and how he's carried the spirit of his father passing down morals and perspective to his children. It's not about being fancy or flashy, it's just about having fun. And that's a simple lesson I think we could all take into our own lives. Welcome to the Motorcycle Archives. problem with these cars but you know what we'll roll with it man yeah so, sometimes they're they're you know takes them a while oh, here comes another and then other times you know they just like to keep going all day yeah we're good it's a beautiful day man we can't complain yeah it's true thanks, thanks for true. having me bro Appreciate yeah it, man. yeah good to see you again yeah yeah you're doing some good stuff it's, thank you man <laughs> i like seeing them oh thank you, you. it's it's cool i feel like uh there's so many cool people out there and I, i'm glad that we were able to connect you know yeah like, just through yeah. social media like as you know, weird as that is sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> when you, you think know, as about weird it. As it, social media is, it's cool to meet people and stuff and yeah. share like common interests and stuff. I know there's, there's things about social media. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. I hate social media. And then, <laughs> you know, you see something on YouTube or like when I saw yours was on YouTube. Yeah, you know, I was just, you know, for background noise at work and I had it up and then it went to the next motorcycle video and that was it. And I was like, cool. well, check this out, you know? <laughs> But yeah. yeah, it's like the weird little, you know, things you find and then you're like, all right, and you connect with people. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Um, so, I mean, now that we're here, let's maybe talk a little bit about, about this panhead. So 62 is your dad's. Can you just like speak a little bit about it? Well, uh, I mean, the project is. Yeah. You know, I, I when when I was younger, I always wanted the bike and, you know, it's I always would talk to my dad about it. And he's like, well, I just keep it the same. Maybe, you know, put some ghost flames on it. But other than that you know, all the same stuff, you know, just freshen it up. And, you know, so, you know, I, I as much as I want to go through and powder coat it and mold the frame and, you know, do everything the way that, you know, re-chrome everything, you know, it's, it, it'll probably be a budget build just like it was with him, you know, but I figured with the motor and transmission, everything running good, then, you know, it'll be worth it, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah. Man. I can, I can, you know, rattle can the, the, the frame in here or something, you know, and beef up the rear fender a little bit and, you know, just kind of do some little touches, but you know, the, the majority will go into the heart and, you know, just get it all hundred percent. So, so I could keep it on the road, you know, not have to worry about <laughs> getting trucked home, yeah, you know, the stuff that matters, the, yeah. the stuff that gets you home really, yeah. like you want the yeah. engine to be good. Right. Right. Hey, hello. Could be all shiny and everything, but yeah, you know, and, and, and it's like, you know, you see the show bikes and you're like, oh, that's really, that's crazy. And then you see the ones where it's like, you know, they, they don't really have, you know, as much chrome or some of them are rusted. You know, everybody has their little bit to it. But it's like I tell people, you know, sometimes you have the money, sometimes you don't. You know, if it was a show bike, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd have to tear everything down. Frame would be molded completely smooth, you know, powder coated. But, you know, when you, you have kids or you have a budget you know you got to plan it right you know where do i want the majority of it to go you know 
I think it's important that you say that because um, I think a lot of the times as somebody that is also passionate about these bikes and these old things, right? Um, you can't, you don't always have, like if you're just a normal person, you don't always have the money just to dump into it. Oh yeah. You oh, know, yeah. And, and a lot of these things take time and years to develop yeah. the skills and also just, you know, source the parts, save up the money. And right. so it's refreshing to like, just talk with somebody that's also in the process of that. And yeah. You know, yeah. you're juggling other things too. You got a family you have to yeah, you know, and have it, experiences with. And I always tell, you know, like my kids sometimes I'm like, yeah, I could have a nice this or a nice that, but you know, we went here this summer or we did that during the winter, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you got to find your balance in between. I've seen guys where, you know, they'll come into the dealership when I work there and they drop, you know, thousands of dollars just on a motor upgrade. And then they come back because they blew their their clutch out or something. And then they put another couple thousand. And it's like you just keep going on that cycle, you know. And if you can, you can. And if you can't, you know, you, you got to find that balance, right. you know. Definitely. So, yeah, some people can do it. I, I personally can't either. Right, right. <laughs> I can't justify a purchase like that. I'm like, you know what? When, if my motor, it's stock right now, if it blows, and that's when I'm going to upgrade. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm going to beef it up yeah. then. Well, same, maybe I'll figure out how to do it myself. You same know? for the shovel head. Like, I yeah. I know what I want to do with that. You know, I know it's an 80 cubic inch. I want to beef it up more. I want to put a magneto on it. I want to do X, Y, and Z. So I know, okay, what I want to do versus what I can do, you know. So, but same with this. It's like, you know, I, I know what I would do, but, it, you know, it's a it's a chopper. There's not much to it. You know, I don't have a fairing. I don't have downloads. I don't have, you know, a stage one kit. You know, it's like, you know, if I want to beef the motor up a little, that's one thing. But, you know, 74 cubic inch, it's light. It'll ride, you know. I think that's the coolest thing, I think, about the for the choppers. Like for me, like it seems like it's a common thing for people to have a bike for a long time and they have different order iterations kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, it was yeah. your dad's. He had his own things he did to it right and and i'm sure you're going to contribute you know your own oh yeah to it as well in his yeah. honor of course too but i always thought that was really cool it's it's i guess for a lack of a better word it's kind of like sustainable in a way it's R- like the OG right. sustainable yeah <laughs> yeah you take something that somebody already had and you might add mm-hmm. something to it take something away but the overall of it will still be the same you know mm-hmm. i mean i see from the mechanical side of it too you know if i didn't need it I'm gonna, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need a neutral, so I'm gonna take the neutral switch off and cap it off. I don't need, you know, uh, you know, I mean, anything I find, <laughs> I'm basically just gonna, you know, refine it and either keep it or do away with it, you know? I actually have a question about the Magneto thing. You were talking about the Magneto for the shovel. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it work? Cause you don't necessarily have to run with the battery if you have a Magneto, correct? No, so you'll put a, uh, what is it? Like a resistor or something that way. I mean, if you run without, Without it, you're you're gonna get where at idle your lights will be you know kind of dim, and then once you you know give it more more throttle, they'll they'll come that's up it. more because of you know the power that's being put through. But um, I always like mags. I don't know. I thought they were cool. It's kind of like you know even if you you run a battery or something for an auxiliary power, it's just kind of you know cool not having to rely on your battery. You just gotta stay up on the magneto. That's the only thing. Of course. You know yeah. you gotta make sure that. Dialed in. Yeah, you know, you have right you time. have everything gapped right. You know, you're you're on top of the maintenance of it because that's what's giving you the spark. You know, mm-hmm. but um. But from what I understand, it's like super reliable too, right? Uh, they are. The I mean, you know, it's just part. same thing. It's it's how you dial it in. You know, and and you know, if you stay on top of it, you know, you have a pretty pretty good setup. And I like Morris Magnetos just because their reputation. Mm-hmm. There's other ones out there, but. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I just, I always wanted to do it. And I thought if I'm going to go, you know, bigger motor on it. And if I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, I might as well do what I want, you know? Yeah, man. Well, say so. Morris, if you're watching this, yeah, hook hey, this guy yeah. up now. Yeah, I'll take a used one too. I'll take a used <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, you got to yeah. recycle them. They're not cheap, but you know, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'll take one. I'll, I'll take refurbish one. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we talked, talked about like being a mechanic and stuff, can you, uh, I guess that was like a previous job that you had. Yeah. Can you I talk a little bit about that and what mm -hmm. made you decide to move on? Move my, my eyes out of the sun. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah I went to MMI after high school. It was, I wanted to be a welder. Mm -hmm. And so in high school I started taking night and weekend classes at the, the community college in Lancaster. Um, and then I was doing the ag mechanics. So I had welding there at, at the high school that I went to. Um, and you know, I just thought, okay, this is the route I want to go. My dad welded a little when he was younger and, uh, I don't know. I always liked it. So I thought I'm going to go that route. And then I found out, okay, you got to pay for the test. You got to pay for the books. You got to, you know, and I didn't have a job. And then a guy from MMI, you know, the recruiter came to my auto shop class one day and he's like, oh, you work on bikes. You don't got to pay until you're done. You're graduated, you know? Um, yeah, it's a great field and did their, you know, selling point. I didn't realize, you know, how it worked back then. Um, so then I thought, you know, I like motorcycles. I was riding the dirt bikes around and I thought, okay, I'll go to MMI, you know, and just kind of stayed with it for a little while, but just fell out cause I wasn't, it was a job, you know, oh, okay. and I like the older bikes, Yeah. you know, I could have stayed working at the dealer and done stuff, you know, on the side, but yeah, I just. I don't know. I, I, I realized I wasn't a hundred percent in it. Right. So I said, all right, I'm going to, you know, try other things, you know, and naturally I, I like to just work on stuff. So being like a building mechanic or technician, it just kind of fell in with me and I just kept on that route. Oh, cool. So, yeah. but yeah, it, it was, it was cool. Yeah. MMI was like my college days. I didn't go to college, college. So yeah. it was like my, you know, my fun after high school, my education, you know, right. and I learned a lot. I learned a lot from, you know, not only the instructors, but, you know, guys in the field. Mm -hmm. um, then I realized a lot of people didn't, that I worked with didn't go to MMI. Mm -hmm. You know, they just were trained somewhere else. You Almost know? like an apprentice. Yeah. You know, one guy, he's like, oh, I, I was an HVAC mechanic. And, uh, and then I just got a job kind of helping, you know, a guy. And then I kind of spawned off from there, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. And what do you do now? Actually, maybe we'll wait after this car. Yeah. Sorry, it's these cars. Yeah. It's, it's Sunday, all good though. Sunday, everybody's Sunday. out, and it's nice weather. <laughs> yeah. Should have came last weekend. Yeah. Nobody was out. <laughs> Should have rained out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just put a tarp over. <laughs> no, now, yeah. now I, I'm at uh, CSUN, and I, you know, I'm a. a a facility technician, basically just the guy that works on everything, and a pool technician. So, take care of the pools, the building. You know, I'm I think that's a cool thing, like that you could talk about a little bit, or just that in general, like being able to work with your hands and uh, work on machines and stuff opens you up to so many different like jobs. Like there's so many things. Oh yeah, that you could work on. And not, yeah, I mean bikes too. You know, you don't have to make right. it your job, but. Right. You know, you can get the skills to work on them through other yeah. other trades. Yeah. And like, you know, I never even thought of getting into that field until I was looking for a job. And my brother's brother-in-law that I went to high school with, um, I was having lunch with my sister-in-law mm -hmm. and he called her and says, oh, is he still looking for a job? I work at 24 Hour Fitness. I'm like, I'm not a trainer. 
like <laughs> I, I don't that's not my route and he's you like no i work out hard. yeah yeah just sweat <laughs> that's all you do you get paid i wish and uh and he's like no i work on the building and we do this and that and i said all right so basically just started learning i mean my dad taught us little things growing up you know how to do your, your, your shower valves and, you know, how to sweat copper pipes. And, mm -hmm. you know, so it's kind of like that, you know, I learned drywall, paint, plumbing, electrical, stuff like that, you know, yeah. and it just kind of opens it up. And then stuff that, you know, from working on bikes, you can still apply it. If you got a stripped out screw on something that you, you know, you had a stripped out screw on a bike, same process, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of went hand in hand, you know, that's cool. And that's just funny that you mentioned CSUN too, because small world, like, I went to CSUN. Yeah. Ryan Cox, who I just interviewed for the last one, he went to CSUN, which is just funny. Yeah. How that works. I know. I tell people, <laughs> you go to CSUN. Yeah, I go there every day. I work there, but I didn't go there, go there. But yeah, it's uh, a lot of a lot of people. They tell me, oh, I went to CSUN. And I'm like, yeah. just that little heart, you know, of the valley. Right. Yeah, Everybody exactly. kind of gravitates there, and then they spot off, you know, <laughs> yeah. to do their own thing. Hey, man, it's a good school. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's and it's a, a and, good price. And, and it's a great job. And, and I learned a lot about, you know, the colleges working there, that stuff that I didn't think of or know before. And, you know, yeah. I tell people I went to a trade school, mm -hmm. you know, so that was my, you know, schooling experience. So yeah. now I get to see it from their side. And, you know, and if I ever want to go and do something with it, I can, you yeah. know. And like college, I feel like isn't for everybody. Like there's so many other ways. I right. Know, I feel like my experience in at CSUN was great, but right. I learned the most of my about my profession out of outside of school. Yeah, same. You know? Same with the yeah. the bikes. So, you know, MMI was cool. You know, you you get you know instructors that have been in the field and you learn a lot. But it's not until you get there and you start to see like, okay, this is how it really is, mm -hmm. and you learn your own part of it, your own way. You yeah, know, exactly. But it, I mean, it's not for a, a bad reason. Like I, I wouldn't take it back. No, I think no, everything yeah. I did learn was valuable. But. Yeah. But I guess that maybe that's common in a, in a lot of different fields. You know, you kind of just get a basis understanding of something and then you just right, right. hone in like in your personal. Yeah. Life. It, it kind of like, you know, it, it sets you up for, for the gist of it. And then you mm -hmm. kind of got to learn the everyday life of it. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, MMI was fun. You know, it's kind of like, you know, college parties and stuff. MMI parties, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, you know, I think they were maybe a little rowdier considering yeah. some of the people that went, but you know, it's just, you get to kind of mingle with people and see different backgrounds and how they do different things. And, mm -hmm. you know, people went to MMI that were, you know, some of them had their own businesses. Some of them were, were in the healthcare field. And then they're like, oh, I want to be a Harley mechanic. Wow, that's interesting. So, you know, it was cool, that's but cool. then, you know, they flood the market and I'm like, uh, now I got to work for peanuts, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, see, that's the shame. It's like for something that's so valuable in order to build stuff, it seems like a lot of those jobs, from what I understand, like a lot of them aren't paying like super well. Yeah. And you have this other side of things where you see there's like a shortage of like welders or right. people, that, all these other jobs. And I don't, I don't know who to believe because I hear stories from both sides saying, right, like, yeah. oh, like it's really lucrative. And I also hear like, yeah, like we're not getting paid that much. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what's going on. But. You know, I think it's even like the building engineer stuff. Like I worked for, for the gyms and, you know, they paid a certain amount and that was it. And then you know, you find a job like where I'm at now and they have better benefits, better pay. Mm -hmm. It just everywhere has its little thing. You know, Harley dealers might, you know, some of them might pay better than others, mm -hmm. but, you know, might, might be more scarce. You know, they only want to have so many guys and, you know, you got to wait, you know. Um, and then you might go to an independent shop. Some of them make more than others, depending on what they do. And nowadays how they like market themselves, you mm -hmm. know. 
you, you, it's almost like you have to be on Instagram or something, to right. YouTube to get people to see you, you know, yeah. there's no more phone books. Yeah, I <laughs> know. No, definitely. Yeah. You gotta be an influencer. Yeah. 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 I influence Robert you to bring influencer. your, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, it's weird, man. It's a weird time. Uh, and I think about just like life, like, uh, you know, those are such important jobs yeah. that make the world go around. Right. And right. then you have like people that are just working off of social media and, and I'm, shoot, I'm doing it right now, you know, yeah. posting videos. Right. Right. And post, I think it's post, important, but I, posting I mean, videos about cars going by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think it's cool, but uh, I, I love it. Honestly, I love doing this and I love connecting with people. I think it does bring value. Yeah. But I truly believe that people that are out there building stuff and you know, that brings a lot of value. Yeah. You know, working with your hands and, and knowing like, you know, people used to talk down Oh, you're you're you know, you know, somebody they're a plumber. But when you need that plumber, yeah, you, you, you know, you're at their mercy, you know, <laughs> exactly. and, and, and a lot of those fields, they've gone up because, you know, they got so scarce. Everybody wanted to be behind a desk and everybody yeah. wanted to be working from home. And it's like, that's cool. But after a certain point, who's coming out when your heating and air conditioning isn't working? Yeah. You know, who's coming out when your toilet stopped up and your main line's not going anywhere? Like you got to call those people and they're in demand, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, man, I'm considering it. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah, your side gig. Yeah, my side gig. Yeah. Sorry, welding or something. No. But, uh, man, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's it, how, how the world is right now, I guess. And it, and it's, you know, it's like, it's fun if you can have a little bit of, of, of both worlds, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, you have your regular profession, that's where your bread and butter pay comes from, but then you have like a side gig or something, you know. I think it's super important to be like well-rounded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've always kind of subscribed to the idea of like, like a master of none uh, right right is oftentimes better than a master of one you're right you know, like yeah saying like yeah i think it's and it's more fun that way I yeah don't know. i don't have to be the best at anything just right just dabble just, in everything just knowledgeable yeah. you know and know, know, know enough yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. like even with this you know I, it's like i can weld if the case is needed i can do this i just i don't have the equipment or the space so mm -hmm. you know it's like and then some things that maybe i'm not as strong at but I am in other areas, you know, and that's where it kind of like goes hand in hand, you know. Yeah. Somebody I know that might be better at this than me, you know, and I'm better at something else that they're not, you know, and you can kind of trade that. Yeah, know? I think that's super cool. That's how you connect with people too, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's people that do really dedicate so much time to oh, yeah. one specific thing. It's and cool. they know, they'll know like your make model year is this many tolerances or, or yeah. this is what it needs, you know? And you're like, Oh crap. I had to look that up. You yeah. know, like, Oh shit, you're a computer. Right. Right. <laughs> but if you go to somebody else about like their pool or something, you know, you might know the pool chemistry and they don't. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a good, like, you know, baseline to have, mm -hmm. you know, know a little bit, but if you're not a master at any certain one, that's okay. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, can we talk a little bit? I want, I just want to talk a little bit about your, your dad and stuff, just like his story. And, um, you talked a little bit about, about how you came into the bike, but, um, but yeah, he, you know, he was, you know, kind of your, what you would think of old school bikers. Like they yeah. drive trucks and they ride bikes and they're, they have beers and tattoos, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the only thing he didn't really do was drink a lot, but, uh, you know, he, he, he definitely had a wild past, you know, he was a wild child from, from what everybody said. And, and, um, yeah, he just, you know, he was, he was very, uh, well-rounded, I guess, you know, he was, could be, uh, you know, the, the tough guy and then he could be the, you know, caring dad and, you know, take care of his family and, and, and still have fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So he, um, I don't know. He just always liked bikes. 
any kind of motorcycle really, but especially Harley's. Mm-hmm. Um, and he cool. was he what was, was his name? Art Arthur Art. Arthur, but everybody called him Art Martinez. Art Martinez. We always called him Road Vulture because being a truck driver, that was a CB handle, Road oh, Vulture. Nice. So, so we always that you would know, be his Instagram handle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I always told him, I said, hey, if you ever start something, you know, Road Vulture. He always, you know, thought like Road Vulture, Road Vulture Cycles. Oh, you know, cool, he always yeah. wanted to have like a shop with me, you know, but. That's a rad name, man. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it kind of, you know, like, I don't know. It's a guy, Road Vulture, and he's got a Black Widow tattoo on his forearm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of tells you all you need to know about him. <laughs> right. Yeah. He sounds like a nice guy, though, too. Like, you know, everybody has like so many different sides to them. And that's cool that, you know, he was able to bring you in introduce you to like the world of bikes and oh yeah cycles and yeah he he was he you know he was one of those dads where it's like you know he 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 would love you and care about you but not give you everything because you needed to figure it out you know you need to to scrape your knuckles Mm -hmm. uh yeah he 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 taught me enough that when i screwed up i needed to figure out how to make it right you know whether it was personal stuff or mechanical stuff you know um, you know, don't, don't try and get away from it. You know, if, if you got to fix it, fix it, right. no matter what it is. And, you know, and, and, you know, there were some things where, you know, he would listen about and other things where he wouldn't listen about, you know, yeah. just, he was old school. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, 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 you know, he had a, a kind of a tough childhood, you know, he had to grow up kind of quick from what he told me. And, you know, he just, um, but being in the San Fernando Valley, Oh, that's a beautiful Mustang. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a pass. We'll give you a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good now. Sorry, continue. But um, no, he, you know, I mean, it, it was one of those like everybody knew everybody growing up down here. It seemed like so. Mm. He always had like a a lot of close knit friends, and before any club stuff, you know, they had their their pack, you know, mm-hmm. and and they would go on all these rides and you know just kind of tear it up together. That's cool, man. Wow. Yeah. And uh, that picture of your dad on your Instagram is just iconic. Yeah. He's just kind of riding. It's just like, it looks like a movie. Yeah. And, and you know? to me, it's like that was, you know, it just, I don't know. When I look at it, I can see he was having fun, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. it just uh, like a this picture that speaks a thousand words, you know. Definitely. And, you know, he had a, like one of those old 60s um, uh, Serape Indian blanket kind of vests, you know. I mean, you know, nothing was, was you know, flashy or expensive it was just literally fun you know yeah, man. That's... and that and that's where it's like that's what i like about it you know is, is he always taught me like oh you know just have fun you know there's no point in in, in making it like oh you got to be flashy you got to be rich about it or you know you have to be the number one like just have fun with it you know and it, you know it paid off <laughs> yeah it shines through for taught sure. me a lot so yeah man yeah. that's an incredible thing to take with you i think yeah yeah and when I would go with him when I was a kid, you know, in the truck and stuff, you know, he'd, he'd teach me a lot, talk to me a lot. And, uh, you know, I was a troublemaker of the kids, so I spent a lot of more time with him so that way he could mm-hmm. kind of keep me right there within smacking distance, you know. <laughs> but, um, no, he, you know, he, he always had a lot of good knowledge to give. And, you know, I, I same like sometimes I'll tell my kids and I'm like, oh, you know, Uncle Art or Grandpa Art told me this or I'll tell my niece and nephew, Uncle Art used to, you know, blah, 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 or you know, it's just when you have stuff like that to kind of keep going, it's kind of makes you wonder when you sit back, you're like, oh, man, what if I didn't have that? Yeah, you that's know? special. 
So have that somebody to kind of just help shape you in a way too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Give you advice when you needed it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, like when I get older, you know, sometimes I call him out on his stuff, you know, like he would tell us, Oh, you got to do this with your cars and, and make sure this is done. And when we'd see him lag, like, Hey, you taught us this, you know, what happened? But you know, so as you get older, you know, it's fun to see it the way it plays out. Definitely. Um, and what's your goal for this bike? Like, and, you know, I'm sure it means a lot to you to, to like be able to take in your dad's old bike that has, you know, he's had so many memories on it. Uh, yeah. What's your goal for it for the future? You know what? I mean, like I said, if I can kind of get it to where me and him had talked about what he wanted it as, and I kind of, you know, I was, a, I had the same style, so I thought, okay, that's perfect, you know. Um, maybe if one day I can tear it down, mold the frame up smooth, you know, get it powder coated. Um, I don't know. There's not really, I feel like for this bike, there's not really much to it. You know, it's just a matter of keeping it in the family and, and keeping it on the road, you know. Yeah. Well, um, in terms of on the road, like any any trips that you want to do specifically with this bike? Or? Well, his, um, to go spread his ashes, uh, that was one of the things that I wanted it up and running for. That's why I kind of, you know, right now I'm like, I'm just going to go budget wise, mm-hmm. um, you know, make sure the motor and transmission, everything's sound on it. Um, not worry too much about the paint, you know, and stuff like that, just so that way, you know, I know it's good for the trip to go spread his ashes um, and just just have, you know, have it on the road, have fun yeah. with it. You know, I mean, there's there's guys that build show bikes out of pen heads and they have them a certain way. And I don't think he ever intended for it to be that kind of a bike, you know, really? and he didn't ride it that way. Definitely. He, you know, I could tell. Yeah. 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 You see <laughs> where it's it, leaking man. from just sitting he here. loved it by just looking at yeah. it. Yeah. And everybody that would tell me stories like, oh, your dad and that panhead, you know, and stuff he would do. And, you know, it just to me, it was just, you know, this was his like, I'm going to get on it and go and have fun, you know, mm-hmm. not worry about if it got nicked and, you know, the paint scratched or, you know, the chrome got a little, you know, uh, uh, scratched up or something, you know, you want to have it looking at least somewhat nice. But, you know, I feel like some of the oil stains or the, the little rust here and there tells its own story. Definitely. You know. Definitely. And same for like the shovel head. That was still a family bike. It was his friend's dad's bike that he got new. And then he sold it to my dad. So it's kind of like it's been in the family. Mm. So it's the same, you know, people when they would see that bike, they're like, hey, is that so-and-so's old bike? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you took a lot off of it, you know. Uh, yeah, so, so, but that's the thing is everybody adds their little touch to it, right, you know. Right. But yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, eventually if, you know, it'll either go to my kids or somebody else in my family, but it'll always stay in the family. What a beautiful you know? thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, good luck, you know, getting it from me because <laughs> 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 I'll probably spend my last days on it too. Yeah, so hopefully. Exactly. There you go. But have you, have your, any of your kids expressed any interest in motorcycles, riding them or anything? Yeah. You know, they, they not like we did growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like even my brothers and my sister, more so now that they're older, we all grew up, you know, riding dirt bikes, mini bikes, stuff like that. But um, they more so got into it now as they're older. Um, and, and you know, I got into it younger. I was kind of like little art, you know, I always kind of, you know, went with what my dad was doing. So, you know, I think that's why I got into it was because I was around him so much that I just kind of had to, you know, right. it's like I, 
I like the bikes, you know, and, and I just wanted to ride. And now that they're older, they want to get into the bikes and they're riding, you know, so. There you go. That's cool. So it's a good little, but, but as far as like my kids or nieces, nephews, I think they like the idea. It's just, you know, and then seeing like, you know, they see motorcycle accidents and they're like terrified, you know, and yeah. say, well, it's just, you know, that's kind of the price you pay, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a, as someone who loves it as well, it's, it's a, I mean, I, I've been riding so long too, where it feels like it's normal for me. I feel right. comfortable, but. I think that sometimes you could think about like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is super dangerous, you know? Right. Um, right. I don't really think of it as a thrilling thing anymore, but it almost makes it more special to me because there's that element of like, I guess like danger or challenge. Right. You're constantly right. kind of, even if you don't even know it, you're, you're like scanning the area and right. making sure you're, you know, you're a little good. more aware you're than you are. That's what it is. You're just yeah. aware, you know? Yeah. And I think that when you're in a car, sometimes, you know, you could text and drive, kind of. Right, you know, you right. Get, I mean, you probably could text and ride a bike, but yeah, it's definitely a lot uh, harder. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody's long. got their, their phones <laughs> mounted, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's still, you know, you got one hand here, one hand here, <laughs> so you're only doing this. But but it's like, it just forces you to be in the moment, and I think yeah. that's so special about it, you know. Yeah, and, you know, it's like you got to prepare, you know, when you're in a car, you close yourself in, and then you have buttons to give you air or heat. Whereas, you know, when you ride, if it's hot that day, you're going to be hot. Yeah. You know, you got to plan for it. If it's cold, you got to plan for it. If it's raining, you got to plan for it, you know. Definitely. And, you know, riding through all of it, you kind of, you know, you learn. But, yeah, you definitely have to be more aware. And, and you are more aware, you know, mm-hmm. when a car is right next to you. And it's just, you know, your body and, and how many thousands of pounds of metal, you know, it makes you, you pay attention to them more, too. Oh, yeah. But. Definitely. Yeah, the it's like too for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you get home sometimes after a really cold one, you're like, God, it feels so happy and home. right, <laughs> right, know, like relief, and like a, and then survive. <laughs> and then you're planning like, what should I get for the next time I'm in that cold? You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get better gloves or or different boots or something. You know, yeah. base layer. Yeah, Patagonia. Yeah, <laughs> like people, you know, they say, oh, I don't ride if it's gonna rain, and I used to ride even if it did rain. But you know, having a carbureted bike sometimes if it's too much, the bike will start to break up. Mm. You got to pull over, let them dry out a little bit. But, you know, it just makes you more aware of, you know, when you're riding in those conditions, mm-hmm. you know, and then two other cars, like, you know, when it's right. foggy, they're not, they already don't yeah. see you when it's clear as day. Yeah. So that's even worse, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that can be kind of scary sometimes. I've, I felt pretty scared sometimes, like on the road when it's right. raining super hard and you're like, yeah, yeah it's, it's it. foggy. It's like, right. that's the worst because yeah. who knows what they could see behind me, you know. Right, right. But, I don't know. I guess it's all part of the experience. You know, you, you love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, that's um, same as a lot of people. That's my excuse for the loud pipes is, you know, I, I, I want aside from, I like the way they sound, you know, <laughs> uh, it just gives you more, more, uh, uh, awareness to other people. Like, okay, I hear it and whether or not they're paying attention, you know, at least you're doing a little bit more by, you know, yeah. having a little louder of a bike, but I think it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. I, Cause yeah. I talked to drivers that, you know, like, Oh, I didn't even hear that Tesla that was next to me. Right. And those are right. it's like zoom pass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I've so had, that, I've had thing. bikes that were, you know, you know, out of my, my vision. And I'm like, shit, if I hadn't looked, I would never have even seen them there. Mm. You know, yeah. I feel like it's made me a more aware driver as well. Riding motorcycles. Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you say the same thing? Or yeah. I mean, bit? you know, it's like, Every now and then you'll catch yourself. Okay, I'm I'm hugging the lane too much. What if a bike comes and he's white lining it? You know, mm-hmm. and 
but um, definitely, you know, it makes you not just kind of like do whatever you want. Like you, you, you have it almost in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes too, it's almost like it, for me, I kind of look twice a little bit more. Yeah. Um, only because like sometimes a bike's headlight might match up with a car's headlight when you're looking in your, your side view mirror. So if you look again, oh shit, there's a bike. Yeah. You know, he was white lining it. He was lined up with that car. I might not have paid attention before, but I see it now, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's it's easy for people to just kind of like, oh, they're distracted by everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and they don't think, you know, especially out here with you can white line, mm-hmm. um, you know. Well, I mean, I'd rather be able to than not though too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it's it's for sure safer. Like if you have an opportunity, even if you don't have to always do it, but right, there's, right you're right. St- stuck in a weird situation and you just feel more comfortable in the middle. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. And, and you know, during traffic and stuff, I don't want to be stuck there. Yeah. I don't want to be overheating, but yeah, between, <laughs> between, you know, cars that aren't going to pay attention and ram into me, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, at least let me keep going, you yeah, know, man, for sure. Definitely. But yeah, it is definitely like, you know, with, with, uh, you know, nieces, nephews, my kids, they're always kind of like, aren't you scared? You know, don't you guys get scared? And it's like, no, I just got to be more aware. You know, I can't think of, you know, uh, let it scare me and then start thinking about it all the time. Like, you know, I, I want to have fun, but you know, I don't want it to, to put a mood damper on it. Otherwise yeah. it's not fun anymore. Right. You right. know, can you talk a little bit about, I guess the philosophy of, uh, what work? Oh shit. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good uh, one. I'll wait for this car actually. Um, sorry, you're getting blasted. Are you good? No, I'm good okay. right there. I just keep going with the sun. Yeah, keep adjusting. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, in your sundial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, it's two o'clock. Right. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about just like the philosophy of working on the motorcycles and kind of what that means to you to get your hands in there? And, and uh, I guess like if there's any, even like a spiritual aspect to it for you or anything you know, like that. I don't uh, know. Especially on like the older ones. Um, I don't know. I feel like you know, I could just do it and not really think about it. Um, it's just, I'm going with the motion. Like to me, that's my comfort zone. Even if I don't know a hundred percent on certain things as I'm going, I'm learning it, you know, or I'm revisiting it. Yeah. You know, on the newer bikes, I never, like, I was always like, Oh, another fucking electrical connector. And, Oh, I got to download this. But for me, it was always, you know, like, like that was my, um, that was kind of like my, my calm part of it. Even if it is, you know, something that is pissing me off and it, it's put me through my paces before, it's like that calms me down. Um, some people look at it and they're just like, I don't want to deal with it. You know, I, I want somebody else to deal with it. But for me, it's like I, I want to know it. You know, I want to be a part of it. That way, when I'm riding the motorcycle, I feel like I'm riding my work, like I'm riding my hard earned work, you know. And even if it's something like I'm just doing the basic maintenance, you know, like I'm teaching my, my, uh, sister, my brother's like, you know, little maintenance stuff here and there, you know, it's, it's, it's like, if the more you can kind of do, the more pride you take in it, you know? And, and I don't, I'm not really much for working on cars, but you know, there's too much there that, that kind of gets me like, why did they do this? But when I do, it's like, I feel good at the end of it. You know, like I accomplished something same with these. It's like, you know, even for this, you know, if I had, limitless amount of money to throw at it you know i do all kinds of stuff but you know i have what i have so you know to me that's like i take more pride in that that i was able to do what i could do and still get it running and still have fun and still enjoy it you know um 
But yeah, some people, they, you know, they just, that's their passion, you know, and I feel like it's, it either is or it isn't, you yeah. know, you either like it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's to an extent, you know, I mean, I, like I said, if I had all the equipment, mm -hmm. if I was able to, I'd have all the machinery I'd have all the welding equipment, you know, I'd have all the, you know, stuff that I could do it on my own and just learn it as I go. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, for what I can do and then the connections I can make on some of the other stuff that also that gives me knowledge you know i might have to take something to somebody okay i don't have this but i you know so i i'm at your mercy mm -hmm. but then they'll kind of you know kind of explain things to you and you learn from that you know so that's the part i like too is that you kind of knowing about it working on it you know it's like oh i did this and you know i screwed this up oh well if you did it this way next time you know it's i don't know it's 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 fun seeing that it can go that route yeah you know that's dope i love that I think that's very uh that's very true to be able to get your hands on it and that you really don't need everything no you know you no. do as much as you can like you said and, yeah and then you you know take notes from other people that are like specialists in some other thing that you right right with, but and you know it's like you know you don't always have to have the the you know most expensive tool to make it work you know it's it's like you know some people say when, when i was a mechanic i'd have craftsman tools cause that's all i could afford mm -hmm. You know, and they're, oh, well, you got to get a snap on this. And don't get me wrong, you know, some of the tools, they make it a little bit easier. But, you know, if I can't do it with this tool, then, you know, am I really a mechanic? Right. You know, that's so interesting to me that the mechanic thing, you, you're required to have a lot of your tools. Yeah. That's something that I was always, I mean, that's a huge investment right there. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I was always curious about that. Like, why yeah. is that? Like, what's the culture like there? Well, you know, it's. I mean, if you want to be a mechanic, you got, you know, this is your, like a tattoo artist, you, you got, right. you know, you have your tattoo gun, what, what you're comfortable with, you know, and, 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 you know, you prepare yourself knowing what you need. I mean, some mechanics might not have a pick set, others do, you know, some mechanics might not have the specialty tools, some might make them themselves, you know, I mean, I've made a few, I have some that my dad made. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it sets you up for, you know, your, your, when you're going into surgery, yeah, you know, right. this is what you you know that you're going to do it with. That's what you're comfortable with. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Is it, is it like just normal for, for mechanics to have like their tools at work and then they have their own personal stuff at home as well? Yeah. Or they you have, know, they, they have like a to go, a to go thing, you know, oh, like I, I have, you know, my little toolbox, but I, you know, I don't need a big toolbox because some of mine. When I go to work on other people's stuff, I'm throwing it in bags, you know. Right. I have my power tool bag. I have my, my wrenches in bags, my sockets in bags. So, you know, if I need, you know, millimetrics, they're here, mm -hmm. you know, and I can take them with me to go, you oh, know. Yeah. You want to get in the interview? <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. That makes sense. But yeah, every, you know, being in different shops or, you know, even... You know the building stuff you know some guys would have you know all their i i always had like whatever i needed for a paint or or plumbing or whatnot i'd have you know different things for it mm -hmm. you know and some were like well i don't do much plumbing so i'll go every time to the store you know <laughs> to get whatever so yeah everybody's different you know and it, it just kind of plays on on how they are with it yeah you know? that's right that makes sense so what was it like growing up over here in uh, san fernando and you know Ooh. with the uh, was I mean I'm sure it was different too like growing up here like as it is now it's changed over the years. What well, we moved up to Little Rock when I was five. Oh okay. Um, From where? Where'd you guys? Where uh, were you born? I was born in Mission Hills. 
We were all born in Mission Hills, my siblings, everybody. Um, well, keep on coming. I know, I know. It's everybody's, like we had it. We had everybody's a good, getting hungry. We had a dry spell. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I gotta go out to to lunch now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we mostly grew up in the Antelope Valley in Little Rock, and mm -hmm. you know it was it was different because you know down here when we were little, it's like you know it's busy everything's in every every everything's where you need it here versus up there where it's like you know you had tumbleweeds nah. and a liquor store and like a little pizza parlor and then you'd have to drive 15 20 minutes in the town you know to go get anything you know um but it was fun going from there to down here for family that still live down here because you know you get kind of the best of both worlds you know you you, you know you see where you're you're your parents everybody grew up and they're familiar with and what you you know visit as a kid versus you know going up to the desert and it was you know a little bit more uh not lonely but you know just more scarce you know yeah yeah so, quieter yeah you know, yeah. yeah which slow, was nice slower, yeah slower when pace. when you start to get used to it you realize like oh i kind of like the slow pace i kind of like the you know the being able to have a bonfire in our backyard and nobody calls the cops you know right, yeah. so Definitely, there's something special about that. Sorry, man, you keep getting. I know. The sun it's like the, the, the cars between the cars and the sun. <laughs> she trade me, man. I need a tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well that's cool, man, and that's cool that you're gonna take this bike up to. I remember you said the Sequoias, right? Yeah, what, yeah. What was? That they, was like they, a common route. They had a you know when they were uh, had their riding pack. Um, they would go up to, well, I don't want to say the name. I don't want to give it away because hey, I don't want people going there. I'll just no. Bleep it out. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, but it's up in the Sequoias and it, you know, it's a, a cool little spot. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's just, my dad always liked getting away from, you know, the valley and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, a, a fun ride, a good ride. And, you know, I think that was part of it. It's like, you're not riding through all these, you know, crazy towns and valleys. Like you're just literally just on the road and go. You know, you get some good scenery and you can't you know. beat the sequoia. No, it's no. Gorgeous up there, man. Yeah. And That's it's just, amazing. you know, you, you, you get on the on the road, you head north and, and go. Well, when you're ready to do that, I'll be over there, man. You got to hit me up. Just so oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Maybe just meet up, grab a beer or something. Yeah. Three rivers right outside of the park. There you go. You know? There you go. Cool. That'd be an amazing trip, man. And then also you mentioned the your dad had a the forty five. You talked about it earlier, but yeah, yeah. What's, he, what's the deal with that? Are you, are you trying to figure out? He, well, he sold it. it to my uncle when he was younger. He sold it and he wanted the panhead so he could get the panhead. And he he told me he almost sold the panhead to get another bike. Mm. Um, so this almost would have been non-existent for me. Um, Can you imagine? Which I yeah, I was like, I can't imagine this not being part of the family, you know. Um, but no, the flathead, that was his, his first Harley and he sold it to my uncle. My uncle has it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he's not really doing much with it. So if I can acquire that, you know, yeah. someday, that'd be nice. Yeah, man. And then all at, after that, all I need is a knucklehead. There you go. I'd have the flathead, knucklehead, panhead, shovelhead. So <laughs> I'll be yeah, set. Four, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. That'd be awesome. But also like, you know, I like the older bikes. I like them all. You know, it's, it's. 
And I think that's why I probably don't have a shop because I, you know, end up liking everything that I built that I <laughs> wouldn't be able to get rid of it. Yeah. You know, I'd be a hoarder, bike hoarder. Yeah, there you, see, that's yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. It's like, you, yeah. you don't like this hoarding, but hey, I could be a hoarder for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have talked about, oh, if you could flip this bike. And I'm like, yeah, but I'd like it too much, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get rid of it. But, yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, it'd, it'd be fun to have that bike back, especially because it was something for him, mm. you know, that was a kind of a, a big thing for him and, you know, just knowing that it was his and, and having the history of it with it too, you know, um, it'd be, it'd be fun to add that one day. Yeah, man, definitely. Well, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate yeah. you sitting down with me, man. Well, thank you. And pleasure. hopefully, Good to see you again, hopefully man. next yeah. time, you know, this will be, uh, you know, if not whole different, a little different. Yeah, no. You'll man. get to hear it sing and. That'd be great. I would love it. That'd be awesome, man. It'll, it, you know, it'll happen. It'll come along. Think born free. It'll be ready by later. I don't know. I, I was, <laughs> I was hoping I could have it for Chopper Fest in Ventura, but, you know, it looks like I'll just have to be a spectator that day. There you go. So. That, that works too. Yeah. That works too. Yeah, but definitely for for spreading his ashes and, you know, for the the summer months and you know, I mean, I'll ride any time, any any weather conditions, but, you know, at least it gives me enough time to get it done, <laughs> and. uh yeah, we'll see. Once I start taking it apart, we'll see what he uh, what he did to it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I see RTV silicone, the JB Weld on one of the cylinders, and he kind of ran me down some of the history of of what happened. So I don't know, you know, it's a, it's a good amount of work. What do you mean history? What happened? Well, he Just told like me stuff it, over the years. Of yeah, it's it it cracked. The cases cracked once. You know, he he had it fixed, and just because he liked to you know ride it hard you know this was not one of those bikes that he just cruised around on i mean you know he, he definitely put miles on it and he he put it through its paces so mm-hmm. you know he left me with a, a good amount of work to do so <laughs> well, that's good man so yeah we'll Can't see, wait to see it, man. but yeah next time and like i said you know I'm, it's it's a budget build i'll i'll do what i can with what i got and see if it you know i mean it'll look pretty much the same but Hopefully you'll be singing a lot better. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Can't wait to hear how loud it is. And then the shovel too, man. Once that's good. Yeah. That's my that's my you know stand over there? Is that what that is? Oh which one? It's on a stand over there, no? What? Oh no, well, so that (laughs) What is that? That I made for for his memorial, for my dad's memorial. Oh, that's that's just like a little centerpiece. Um, but yeah, that's off that's the top end off of this bike because I blew the top end. So is is that just a stone basically? Uh, it's uh, I actually carved that out of a uh, palm tree, a palm tree trunk. So it's just a palm tree base of it. And then I stained it and, and coated it and, you know, just kind of made a centerpiece and we had his pictures under it. So, man, that's really cool. Yeah. Awesome that you're able to do that. And I got the Z, Z bars were off his 45. Oh, cool. So you, had, you <laughs> yeah. got that now. So I, I yeah, held I them up. Piece of it, so. Yeah, I held them up to here one day and I'm like, do I want to run Z bars on it? I don't know. <laughs> I started looking at I might, you know, while I have it apart, put them on and see. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the way it sits, I kind of like it with the apes and the Z-bars. So I thought, all right, I don't yeah. know. I'll just make two sets of cables so I can swap them out. Right. You, you got to see how it looks on it once, yeah. once it's all finished. Yeah. You know, it might change your mind. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it for a ride with those, take it for a ride with these. And, you know. Cool, man. Well, but, thanks again, man. This is yeah. really cool. Yeah. And like I said, hopefully, you know, I'll have some pictures to show next time of the progress and, you know, yeah. kind of do a full rundown of what, what it took. You know? Well, I mean, maybe we, you know, maybe that's something that I could put in with the edit, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, it might take a bit, but 
Or maybe that's something we revisit. We just shoot another video of just it running. That'd yeah. Be cool. Yeah. But if you have pictures of your pops like that, I could post on there as well. Or oh yeah, yeah. I, I I'm still going through a lot awesome. of them, and and I figured you know I'm gonna do a whole kind of like a little book for it. You know when I'm done. You know what it was and what it became, and you know. So that'd be awesome. It'll be fun to bring it back to life. Oh yeah. You know, telling people that that you know knew him when he when it was running. You know, they're like, oh man, that was that was your dad's. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, he was like fearless on that bike. He just, you know, would jump on and go. You know, he didn't care. And uh, so I was like, yeah, you know, it's coming along. It just. <laughs> <laughs> then they start telling me like, oh, pissed oil everywhere. You know. And, yeah. well, all right. Yeah. Maybe we could fix those problems. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so what do you know how to do? What can you help me with? No, yeah, it'll be, it'll be yeah, fun. It's a beautiful motor. I just love how everything's like separated, man. It's so cool to see like this. It's yeah. Like everything has its own spotlight. You know? Right. It's, it's such an uh, attractive machine. And that's where like with some of the like newer bikes or certain after certain years, it just feels like everything is so compacted, you know? Yeah, so compacted, tons of cables everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I look at the wiring even on his soft tail that my brother has now, and I'm like, you know, this thing's got like maybe 10 wires total, you know, versus a whole, you know, like you got wires, his bagger is just wire centrum. It yeah. irks me, you know, I mean, I'll work on it because it's my brother's now and you know, my other brother has his bagger, and, but, for me, I'm like, this is my kind of bike. Yeah. 